Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. From Vanderpump Rules to motherhood and everywhere in between, it's time to catch up with Sheena Shea. This is Shenanigans. And now, here's your host, Sheena Shea. Everyone, welcome back to Shenanigans. We are chilling in studio. I have the gorgeous founder of the Siskis Jewelry, former trial attorney, Megan DiVincenzo. You got it. I got it. You did yes. it. Yes. I was like, all right, is it DiVincenzo? Is it DiVincenzo? My name, Sheena, is spelled S-C-H-E-A-N-A. So my whole life, it's been getting messed up. Yes. Shana. Yeah, Shayna. Shayna. Even my wedding planner right now, her fiance, they have a business together, and he still calls me Shayna. Really? And I, I haven't even really corrected him because I feel know. like he just kind of has the twang, and like we've already <laughs> been to Mexico twice together. The it's done. You can't go back now. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm just Shayna to him. Well, you nailed it, okay. and everybody asked. So Devincenzo. There you go. That's so cool. It's funny because my maiden name is Desenzo. Oh, so no way. I know. So you would have asked that too. That's crazy. Yeah, and we're from the same hometown, so it's like... Wow. Yeah, it's... People just always assumed we were cousins growing up because uh-huh. I was DeSenso, he was DiVincenzo, but obviously we're not. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Okay, so tell me about where you grew up. I want to know, did you have an L Woods moment when you went to law school? Like, kind of walk me through Yes. from then to now, and then I have so many questions, obviously. Okay, perfect. I grew up in Warren, Ohio, which is like a suburb of Cleveland. Okay. And we, we live in Cleveland now, mm-hmm. so we didn't move too far. And I I guess I always thought I wanted to be a lawyer. My mom had always said that she wished she went to law school. So I, I she never pushed me, but I feel like I heard that a lot. Yeah. I was also a very talkative kid, a very like always like trying to get in your face, like look at me. I can totally relate. Yeah. Well, and I'm a Leo, <laughs> so it just, like, comes in my nature. Uh-huh. And I was very argumentative, but not to be, like, mean, but just very good at it. Like, yeah. if you said the sky was green, I'm going to explain why it's purple. And I'd probably get you to believe it. So it just seemed in my nature. And then after I graduated, I went to law school. And I loved law school. Mm-hmm. And I 100% had an Elwood's 
situation. I always was the girl in court in my red heels. I love that. I had purple nails, black nails, like big hoops. And I did criminal defense. So I was one of the only women attorneys usually in court or in jails because it's it was pretty much male dominated field. So I did stick out. I had leopard print suits. I love that. And obviously I'm still pretty like pretty eccentric oh thank you yeah you're just you're pretty yeah thank you (laughs) I'm just older now and in the jewelry business I love it so yeah that I did have an Woods moment and but I did love everyone I came across along the way even though many people were very different Uh uh-huh I really loved it yeah yeah awesome so when I got here today y'all were set up in the conference room making forever bracelets yes okay so I want to talk about forever bracelets but before I want to see when did you decide to transition from trial attorney? I mean, in criminal defense, and now you're making jewelry. Yes. So I I was a, a trial. Well, I was a criminal defense attorney, and my sister was a teacher. Okay. And we both did that full time, and we both have tiny, tiny wrists. So we were trying to, like, figure out how to do bangles. Mm-hmm. And every time we'd put them on, they'd fall off. So literally, we were both just in our own little lives, doing our own little jobs, And I was like, this is so frustrating. Like, I just want to buy a pretty wire wrap bracelet and they fall off our wrist. Mm -hmm. So she's super perfectionist and crafty. And like, so like, she always like did everything so perfect. I'm like, you could totally make us one of these. So she literally like went to Michael's and bought like all the wire and beads and like started making them just for her and I. And then my mom was like, well, hi, I want one. So we'd measure my mom's wrist and my sister would make my mom one. And then her friends wanted some. And literally it happened just like that. But that's not why I quit law. So I was still practicing and she was still a teacher. And this was just a side hustle. It wasn't even on purpose. Mm -hmm. It was just something that I could tell lit my fire. How old were you when you started the side hustle? I'm so bad at things like this. But I swear it was like my son was like two. He's 12 now. So it's about 10 years ago. Awesome. And oh, God, I'm sorry. I'm like trying to think I'm like, how long ago was that? And then I lost my train of thought. Sorry. And no, I don't. I just don't want to bore your audience with my backstory. No, and no. I love to hear a good backstory. I was doing this as a side hustle. And at the same time, I was having uh, mental anxiety and depression, mm-hmm. like with my job at court and leaving my son at daycare when he was like crying. Like it just all kind of boom. And then it just like I loved my job until I didn't and I didn't anymore. And it like was majorly affecting my mental health. And it was noticeable. And so finally, my husband's like, you need to quit. And so I literally just like quit. Like I didn't walk in there and just like give it up because obviously when you're an attorney, you have people that rely on you. So I made sure like I gave a date so I could help complete their cases. And then I walked away and never looked back. But there was some time after that that I like was not well. Like I was mentally a different person. I was having anxiety. I had major depression. So I wasn't doing ciscus either. Mm -hmm. I was just kind of focusing on my mental health. And then I think I got on the proper medication. I talked to the proper people and I started coming out of it slowly. And I had the cis kiss on the side. So it kind of like coincided well together. Okay. It's like I had my mental breakdown, but yeah, when I was ready, I had this little hobby that made me super happy. And it was like there for me when I was ready to come back. Yeah. So that's literally what happened. And we got so busy making the bracelets that I had to start manufacturing them because there was no way she could keep up with making them. So Mm -hmm. I found manufacturers and then we couldn't keep up with shipping either. So I had to figure out hiring employees. And so literally here we are today. Wow. 
That's awesome. Yes. One of the things I was going to ask were what are some of the things you did while struggling with your mental health? So like therapy yes. and the right medication. I feel like I was the opposite of you hear a lot of people say that they didn't tell anybody or they didn't know mm -hmm. who to reach out to. I feel like I was the opposite. Like I felt so unlike myself that I was like screaming for help. And thankfully, my husband is like the most supportive person. And he was like, something is not right with you. What's going on? Let's figure this out. My dad and my mom came and stayed with me. You know, they helped get me on proper medication. I remember my dad like cutting up my Zoloft to make sure I was taking the proper dosage. And I had friends like come over and they're like, you need to get up. Like, and so I think I tried everything. Mm -hmm. And I honestly think something, I'm obviously not a doctor, but there was something going on chemically that I couldn't fix on my own. And I feel like once I, you know, figured out some of my hormonal problems and also started on my medication and also was talking to friends, my husband and a therapist, I feel like it all started to slowly come back. Yeah. And then I started to feel more like myself each and every day, but it was a dark place. And I feel like people don't talk about it. And I'm always preaching. You yeah, know, especially to new moms, because I also suffered postpartum after my second. And it's like scary because mm -hmm. it's not you. And you're like, why do I feel like this? Yeah. And I just feel like on social media, everybody posts like the happy, just the happy stuff. Right. Totally. And That's why social media is fake. I know. And I was just like, yo, how is this happy for you? It was like so traumatic for me. Yeah. And that was again, because when I was pregnant, I went off my meds. Mm -hmm. Because I didn't want anything to happen right. to her. Yeah, I did the same thing. And then it's like, boom, you have a baby and it's like your hormones are crazy. Crazy. And the funny thing is I felt it coming because I had had it prior, the eight uh -huh. years prior. It's like I was fine until I gave birth. And then it was like slowly creeping when I was in the hospital. And I felt it. And I even mm -hmm. said it to my husband. I can feel it like, babe. And it's like, Here's this baby that really, really needs you, who you really, really love, but you can't understand why you feel the way you feel. Yeah. So, of course, I called my doctor immediately, and she put me on different doses so we could figure it out. And then I slowly became myself again. So I'm a big advocate of that might not work for anybody else, like the medication mm -hmm. or the route that you want to take. Actually, I'm seeing a holistic doctor now because we're trying to wean myself off because I really do want to do things holistically. Yeah. I'm super into my wellness now that I'm getting older. And I feel like that has so much to do with my mental health too. Because when I focus on my wellness, you can't focus on the negatives. Like 100%. it's almost just like out of your brain because you're so focused on like the things that make you feel good and then and the things that you're eating that make you feel good. So I feel like I'm at a really good place. Mm -hmm. So I love that you are advocating and you're speaking about this out loud, you know, because especially with so many new moms and with women, whether it's, you know, miscarriage, postpartum depression, all of those really hard topics, I feel like it is so easy to just hide behind a happy photo. And then everyone thinks, Oh, my God, her life's perfect. But people really do have those struggles. So I commend you for being open about that, because it's not easy to talk about the hard stuff publicly. Well, and I also feel kind of lucky that obviously, when I had my son, he's 12. Now there wasn't the Instagram that there is now. There was that's so true. Yeah, it was like you posted on Facebook. Yeah, like, welcome to the world, Leo Michael, and that, <laughs> right? was, that. And that was it. And yeah. then when I had my daughter, I was not as involved in the jewelry space, mm -hmm. so it wasn't like anyone was waiting for me to post about it on social media. So I never. So it's it's like I don't want to like put out there. I never felt the pressure to have to. Yeah. Whereas maybe now, it would get more attention. Definitely. But I would hope that I would handle it the same way because. 
I feel like mental health is so important and I don't know what's shameful. It really is. I mean, if you aren't the best version of yourself, like how can you be the best, you know, mother to your child? You have to take care of yourself and your mental health and your well-being. It is so important and it's so easy I feel like sometimes to get lost and to not and you put, you know, your family and everyone else first, but if you're not taking care of yourself, Yes. You're not going to be the best version of yourself. I even find that a lot, trying to explain that when people ask, like, how do you work every day all day? Like, don't you want to stay? They, I don't mean, nobody really comes at me in a mean way, but you get, like, kind of some comments, like, mm-hmm. like I'm a stay-at-home mom, or did you? would you prefer? And I just think this makes me the happiest, and it makes me a better mom. And that's important. And that's, it's, I tried staying home after I quit law, and it just, I, it made me feel even more miserable because it wasn't who I was. Yeah. I my mom was a stay-at-home mom. She was an amazing mom. Mm-hmm. I had an amazing childhood. I have so many friends who are stay-at-home moms. It's so commendable. I couldn't do it. It I'm is such way. a hard job. I I feel you. So dude, I feel you. <laughs> I think if that's what makes you tick, that's going to make you a better mom. And uh-huh. this is what makes me tick and yeah. this makes me a better mom. And the fact that I'm an entrepreneur and I own my own business, I have my own warehouse where the kids have their own room there and my employees treat them like gold how much better can it get they can come every day after school yeah they it's it's like they walk in the door and it's like I've already had a full day of work but now I get to see them too and it's just like I always say I'm happy driving into the warehouse after leaving them at school yeah but I'm also happy driving home because I just spent all day being so productive so creative it's like I feel so lucky yeah no good for you that's amazing you I mean you started this in a basement right yes like a basement and (laughs) then like a side office in a garage she's got me from like the midwest if this started in a basement we don't have basements out here (laughs) you're like wait a minute I don't know the story but I bet yeah so I want to I want to hear the story of because you hear that and it it sounds like it's like a cliche thing like oh in your parents basement it does but a lot of things do start in people's basements (laughs) actually started on a pizza box no I'm not even lying my sister and I were sitting at my parents house and my dad's like let's write out the details of this business and yeah literally he wrote because of course we had pizza uh-huh so he wrote it on top of a pizza box and I'm like do they still have that I gotta find it right yeah they probably say I don't it. know my mom's like a clean freak I can't imagine maybe, her saving a pizza box tucked away somewhere the sad thing is I say this a lot and I'm like why haven't I asked them right you need I'll, to just ask. I'll call them when we're done. Yeah. So that started like that. And then literally boxes, like you couldn't close my garage. Wow. Like to the point where my UPS guy was like, does your husband know you're doing this? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I think he knows, yo. I'm like, what? And then like when I got the warehouse, I feel like the male people in my, you know, my neighborhood, they were like cheering. They're like, thank God, <laughs> because it's somebody else's territory. Oh, that's funny. So we couldn't get the cars in the garage. Finally, my neighbor came over. She was my first employee. She came over to help me carry boxes. Wow. That's how I got my first employee. She was walking her dog and she was like, do you need help with all those boxes? And I was like, no, like, you know, go. Yeah. (laughs) I'm so stubborn. And then she was like, just let me help you, Mag. And then she never left. And she's still with me today. No way. And now her sister works with me and their old neighbor works with me. So how many employees do you have now? There's nine. Nice. Yes. That's awesome. No, and they're so amazing. And I always say they always do everything that I don't do. Well, well. Yeah. It's awesome that you've had them from the beginning, too, because you know they're loyal. Yes. And loyalty is like everything. Definitely. Just as much as I feel like they would hope the same from me. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay, so you've got your warehouse now. Yes. So walk me through, what is the day-to-day of Megan's life? You wake up, you take your kids to school, you go to the warehouse. Like, what? what's your day like? You want micro? Real micro here. I get okay. up really early, and I talk to my manufacturers every day. It's non-negotiable, like 5.30 a.m. Wow. My husband brings me coffee in bed. It's like, I like to say it on podcasts, and people think I'm, like, spoiled. And yes, I am, but it's almost <laughs> like this cute little thing that we do. It's like a love language. I love that. He's always up before me. So I text him when I open my eyes mm-hmm. and he brings me coffee. My husband does the same thing. I think you should like, yeah. I don't understand. You should demand that ladies. No, That's how you should be treated. Yeah. Get your fucking coffee yeah. from your man. <laughs> <laughs> and then I speak with my manufacturers because the house is so quiet. It's like, you know, my team's probably not up yet on the chats. Mm-hmm. My kids are still sleeping. My husband's working downstairs. He's also very, you know, he's a hard, hard worker. I love that time to myself. And then sometimes I meditate. I try. Sometimes I like read a chapter of a book. Sometimes I write in my gratitude journal. But I always try to do like one of those things for five to ten minutes. Yeah. Because if I say I'm going to do more, it just makes me feel guilty if I don't do it. Mm -hmm. So and then I always go to the gym and then I go to the warehouse. Yes, I drop my daughter off on the way to the gym and my son takes the bus. Yeah. They're taken care of, and my husband shares a lot of that duties. He's a very hands-on dad, which allows me to be a very hands-on CEO. Yeah. Like, seriously. That's so amazing. To have a supportive partner is so important. It's everything. Yeah, it really is. Because what if you didn't, and somebody was always like, are you going to come home and make dinner? Yeah. You'd always feel this whole, like, I got to go, but yet I'm not done here. He is... Well, first of all, I don't make dinner. <laughs> I did once in 2006, stuffed peppers, and that was, he was and like. that was it? That was He's it. Like, never touch he was the oven like, again. No, he likes to cook, <laughs> and he likes to go to the grocery store, so I'm very blessed in that department. But even if I didn't, if, if I did cook, he's not that kind of guy that'd be like, yo, are you coming home? Yeah. Like he's the one like, go girl, I got this. I feel like we're married to the same person. Okay. Like Brock is the exact same way. Like he will encourage me yes. to go out, to yes. do stuff. Even today he was like, honey, did you need a co-host? Do you want me? I was like, I mean, it's going to be like two <laughs> girls chatting about jewelry and you know, it. like her life. I was like, we if gotta... you want to, he's like, well, I'm a founder. And, you know, she's a founder. He's like, I, I can do it that. with you. Next and I was time. Like, I was like, sure, come do it. And he's like, no, it's okay. Like, Aww. cause at first I was like, I mean, I don't know. I love that. Yeah. But it's he's so important. Uh-huh. And I never take that for granted. Yeah. And like traveling, like he's like, it's okay. I got the kids. Like you have to go do this opportunity always. Like mm-hmm. I cannot remember a time that he held me back. I love of that. course, it's also fun when they can join you. hundred percent. But you know, when you have a kid, you almost have to like split duties or yeah. make sure it's like, I hate to call it a duty, but they have to be taken care of and taken to hockey and yeah, all of the things. I know. I mean, I'm already thinking about we have to get her on a fucking wait list for preschool. Apparently, I'm like, That's she just stressful. started walking a couple months ago. I have to think about preschool. I know. I just got my daughter into kindergarten, and they're like, you didn't upload this, and then it's like, wait, you forgot this, and I'm like, oh my god, Ugh. it's so many forms. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. And I'm not like detail oriented, good like that. It like blows my head when there's yeah. too much. Uh huh. I'm like, I hope she's in kindergarten. I just pass it off to like my mom or sister. Yes. I'm like, I need you to do this for me. 100%. <laughs> I need you to call this number it's for what me. They're good at. Yeah. Yeah. You should focus on yeah. the things they that you're good They were my first at. employees. Uh, were they? <laughs> yeah. Do they still work with you? Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. They're See? amazing. Just I know. like keep it in the family. And then my sister's boyfriend, he does all of my video editing for love YouTube this. and Patreon. That's amazing. Yeah. So he's a keeper. Yeah. We can't get rid of him. I know. I said, I was like, if you guys ever break up, we're keeping him. <laughs> you get he's dibs. in the family. You should put it in a contract. <laughs> right? I know we should have. You should. For sure. <laughs> Love that. Okay. So when you get to the warehouse, 
Are you making all the jewelry in the warehouse? Do you guys outsource? Is this where you're shipping from? Right. It's shipping and receiving. Then we we created the front of the warehouse to be a retail space. So people come and shop. Yep. They get their forever bracelets. They make appointments. Yeah. We have so many events there. It's so fun. It's, it's, it's everything like it's designed exactly how I pictured it in my mind. You know that you'd want to go to work. It sounds like the dream. You'll have to come. I mean, you went to law school. I would love to. Yeah. We'll have you over. Yeah. That would be so fun. We would love that. You did law school and now you're doing jewelry. You're a mom. You have an amazing husband. You get to go to work, live your best life and come home and have your family. Like that literally is the dream. And my dog comes with me every day. Oh my God. I forgot the best part. People come to see her. (laughs) She's the queen. I love that. Yeah. She's our rescue pit mix. And she's the queen. Oh my God. She's living her best life. Hell yeah, mm-hmm. she is. No, I'm living my best life. You so. both are. Yes. Living it together. I think if you you can take your dog to work, you've made it. Yeah. That's like- 100%. Right? And then it's just like, what? I have to get a jet next and- That's then, next, yeah. But then what's next? A bigger jet. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Kylie, did you see her Instagram post? Are no. we taking your jet or mine? Oh my God. And I was like, okay. <sighs> Yeah. Right. Yeah. Then you both decisions, need a jet. decisions. <laughs> so that's what's next. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Okay. So before we go into what's next in the jet, what's now the forever bracelets. So I just saw those being put on. Yes. So tell me about the forever bracelet, where the idea came from. And is that exactly what it is? It's like a forever. You don't take it off. Well, we were joking before you showed up that it's forever, you know, like marriage. Like, yeah. Kind of forever, <laughs> like kind of. So what it is, is we kind of, no, we don't kind of, we weld it on your wrist. It's like a very small zap that you don't feel. Uh-huh. And it's like a little. I saw that. Yes. And, <laughs> and then she had glasses on. I was she, like, wait, I just looked at that. Was I supposed to have no, glasses No, you're okay. On? I think okay. She, because she does so many, she just wants to keep her eyes protected. No, the girl getting it had oh, the well, glasses we on. we want to be safe. I don't <laughs> I need like, any lawsuits. I just looked at that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, so it doesn't have a clasp. So you don't. Right. Yeah. That's what I noticed. And I was like, wait, how is it going to close? And I thought well, she was going to stick it in the thing. And then and it was I just say that. it's like not forever if you don't want it to be because let's say you have a surgery and you have to take it off. So right. You have to cut it. OK. But we can reweld it. Yeah. So those have been a very amazing hit because people like an experience. Mm-hmm. And I try to always do something with my brand that's not just selling jewelry. I've never seen anything like that before. We are so surprised to hear that when we've come out here. It's, yeah. It's like more of an East Coast thing. I have a forever nose ring. Well, okay. <laughs> that <laughs> is, but that hurt. Yeah. It, so, I mean, I had it pierced for, God, I don't know, like maybe 12 years. And then it was just a stud, like a little diamond stud. But then when I got the ring... Whenever I've gone to certain appointments or the dentist, they're like, oh, can you take that out? I'm like, I actually can't. It's like welded. Can't they just put something over that? I mean, they have because okay. I, I'm not taking it out for the last five right. years. But it is like they your do forever well bracelet. It, I mean, however they do it at the tattoo shop, okay. they put it in. I, I can't take it out. It's not like I can just like bend right. it open. It has to be professionally removed. that. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's like your nose ring. Yeah. Okay. Maybe see, we should start doing it. that. You could. <laughs> and just going to kill me. I we'll mean, go tell her when we're done. Yeah. Now you're doing noses. Forever noses. <laughs> Forever 
knows this? I love it. I love it. No, but it's cute. Did that hurt? It feels like it would like sting. It was so long ago. Honestly, I don't recall. Okay. I did have to get my belly button re-pierced though after baby. So that that was more recent. It didn't feel great. It kind of more than it hurt. It just made me feel a little sick. Yeah. Like, I don't like when you have to clean your belly button. I'm like, no, I don't want it in it. It's like that little sensitive. Yeah, but it's just right there. But once they put the bar back in, I felt like me again. You were I had it lost all the weight. I still had the saggy skin and whatnot, but I just felt like me. Now I get it. Again, that changed everything for me and my confidence. So I was like, oh, I'm it's back. back. I'm back. <laughs> I'm <bitches>. back. <laughs> so do you do belly button brings? No. Mm, you are giving you know, us. I'm giving you ideas. I know. I'm going to write things down. Yeah. So you started with bracelets. The forever bracelets. Yes, we started with. And we, we can do rings and anklets, too. Yeah, I know. I'm wearing the ring right now yes, that I have. Cute. And I'm also wearing my, love your earrings. my personalized They're Sheena Rose cute. Gold hoops. I was going to say, you got Rose Gold. Yeah. I love it. So I'm I'm totally mixing metals right now. You're supposed to. Yeah. So I've got the silver and, you know, whatever this is, white gold on my hands. I've got the yellow gold, and then I've got the I rose gold. I love your gold. necklace. Thank you. Everything looks so good. Thanks. You're welcome. You have so many cute pieces. When I was looking through, I had to have my sister help me pick out what I wanted to order, because I'm like... Where do I start? I'm not a huge jewelry person. I wear my staple pieces and I like things thin and dainty and simple. And you have so many dainty pieces and so many customized pieces. We do. Actually, we're trying to clean up the website. Oh. Yeah, my marketing team's like, this is slowing everything down. It's like not user friendly. And it's really hard for me because it's almost like they're your babies. Yeah. And actually today, while we were traveling, my brand manager sent like a huge list of things they're going to X. Uh-huh. And I was like, somebody else needs to approve no. this list because I think I'm too close to the situation. Yeah. So I put it on one of my girls to help me with that. It yeah. is funny because we do have a lot of customized. The reason is because I'm psycho and I'm always thinking of something new. Mm-hmm. Like I'm the creative and it like keeps me up at night like what's next what's new so that's my fault you sound like my husband in that sense <laughs> it's bad though because it does create a bad user experience because there's too many choices when there's too many choices you don't choose one interesting yeah you abandon car no i do wish he was here this would help him with his business i mean we can come back don't yeah worry. no you guys are going to come to cleveland i mean you're just getting married i know you're not doing anything totally yeah no big deal but, but listen i listened to your episode with the medium uh-huh we can be your collab Oh my God. Your product collab. <gasps> Did say that in the fall. <laughs> I was like, hello. Cleveland, hello. Wait, I love this. You should honeymoon in Cleveland. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even say it without laughing. <laughs> we will welcome you. Just don't come in the winter. I'm like, have I? No, I don't think I've been to Cleveland. I've been to. Where did I have to fly into? Uh, Cincinnati to then go to Kentucky. Yeah. So I've been to Cincinnati. It's like a different role. I have friends from Columbus. Both beautiful. I went to school in Cincinnati. Okay. For college. I remember Khloe Kardashian saying she loved Cleveland, though. She visited often. Yeah. But take her back. I mean, who wouldn't take her? We'll take her back. Yeah. We won't take him back. No. He's gone. Yeah. But we will take her back. Agreed. Khloe, if you're listening, (laughs) you can come to Cleveland again. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Cleveland. We're going to have a collab with a product. Yeah. Per the medium. Yes. So what was the reasoning behind why you wanted to do so many different customized pieces? Because I feel like we we hit it big with our custom name necklace. Mm-hmm. We were kind of trucking along, like very side hustle, mm-hmm. very. I was wholesaling a lot. I was actually wholesaling a lot of bags. Like I designed a lot of leopard print stuff. And then 
Loverly Gray. She's an influencer. She we okay. sent her one of our first custom necklaces, and I didn't even know that she like put it on and posted. And literally, our phone went like went wild. And I that was the first time I had ever experienced like an influencer. Yeah, she put on her stories like, "Oh my God, I just got home from vacation, and look at this name necklace." And she was about to have a baby, and it was the name. It was the name of the baby. Yeah. Oh my God, like the response was ridiculous That's and awesome. literally we've been like I always credit Brittany for everything because then it was like other influencers you know it's a an, a snowball effect then somebody else wants one and they, or somebody else wants to work with us and then we started having contracts and campaigns and I don't know if I would have been where I was if somebody wouldn't have shown me that way yeah like I was pretty ignorant to that at the time yeah and like just the amount of orders we got from that one post that many years ago uh-huh. it's so influential that's amazing so because that took off and literally my mind was like well everybody has it everybody already has it so what's next and my husband's like babe would you calm down like not everybody fucking has it he's like if everybody <laughs> in this world owned your name necklace we'd be off on like some island right but that's just my mentality is always like what's next so I've part of the reason I get up super early is I'm really creative in the morning mm-hmm. so I'm always trying to design with my my vendor the next next it thing I mean she made that an it necklace so it's like what's next yeah you don't want to be a one-hit wonder yeah so definitely and we've definitely hit on a few others I really like to be different I try to stand out so I think do you I'm, design everything yourself I try to design a lot of our pieces obviously a lot of the pieces we have are what's trending we also want to be on trend and we yeah. also want to make sure Let's say you love our name necklace and you want something to layer with it. Well, we want to have so many of those options mm-hmm. that you can create an everyday look paired with the, the custom necklace. So a lot of it is obviously pieces like that. But yeah. the custom pieces, that's my favorite thing to do is to design or, I love or to that. design an experience. Like last year we did advent calendars. So we literally made oh, cute. on-brand advent calendars. And every pocket was something about our brand. Like one was a leopard print on it. One was a lip. So then we stuffed each pocket with surprises. Oh, I love that. So if you ordered it every day, you would pick out a new surprise. And our customers went wild. And I love that they liked having an experience. Like, I love that. Definitely. So I'm always trying to think of, like, not just selling jewelry. It's not selling jewelry to me. No, totally. It's more than that. It is. And we just started a podcast. I heard. (sighs) I just did my first episode and I don't know, girl. Really? I was pretty shy and quiet. No, I know it was. I I think Were I was you nervous. In studio? Yes, we built a studio. It's called what? Wildly unprofessional. Wildly unprofessional. Okay, which is definitely me. I love that. But I was not very wild or unprofessional <laughs> on my first episode. I was more like, "Shit, did the internet work? Shit, is my lipstick still on? <laughs> Shit, can she hear us? Okay, because it was via Zoom, and we did it with Loverly Gray." See, but the thing with Zoom, it is hard. It's, it's a hard. different experience. I'm telling I've been doing this four and a half years and every Zoom podcast I have to do, I get anxiety. Yes. I'm like, is the sound going to be okay? Do I have the mic? Does she have headphones? Like all of that. So I feel like you can't really base your first experience on Zoom. Right. I need to loosen up in the studio. A hundred percent. And once you start doing it more and you start talking and you get your yeah. flow, but I mean, it's not for everyone to just pick up right away. It is something you kind of have to learn. Yeah. Oh, and, completely. Yeah. Because it's not easy. No. I mean, sure, it sounds like you and I are having a conversation, but you are skilled at this. So you know what to oh, ask and thank when. You. But I'm you know what I'm really saying? You're doing a good job today. You are doing so good. <laughs> and of course, like the Skinny Confidential is one of my first. Oh, my I'm God. Like, the best. People, 
after that, it's like, it was hard for me to like launch, you know, it's like, shit, what would Lauren say? Or what would they ask next? And yeah. then it's like silence. So I'm going to. Well, that's the power of editing. Well, we'll work on that too. <laughs> I haven't. We can talk after. Okay, but okay. Yeah. We're no, going to get so, it. it. It'll be good. Yeah, definitely. But, but it's like, I think it'll be fun to listen back. Like in three years when we're wildly successful. It'll yes. be fun to listen back to our first wildly episode. Wildly successful and wildly, wildly unprofessional. Success. That's right. That's me in a nutshell. I love that. Yeah. So who is your inspo? You have great style. Thank I love you. all of the jewelry you make. I love your outfits. I love your hair. Thanks. Literally, you're gorgeous. So wow. who is your... Can I come your... here every day? Sure. Can you text me affirmations every morning? <laughs> I would love to. Bitch, you look good today. <laughs> you, you do. will kill this day. No, right when you. I walked in, I was like, oh my God, her hair is so cute. Thank and then you. I just, everything. So who's who's your inspo or is it, <sighs> this just comes to you? Yeah, it's kind of my thing. Like, <sighs> I'm so jealous. I was talking about Dorit. I know this sounds like kind of off on a tangent, but you know how no. Dorit from the Real Housewives? Yes, absolutely. Her like vibe is not like an outfit. It's like, Art, hundred like, percent. I'm always like putting together the yeah. entire. That's that's fun for me. Mm-hmm. But people, it's funny because like I'll spend time at home. Like, okay, first you have to get the jacket, then you have to figure out the hair. And some people are like, oh my god, you're so bougie. But it's not that. It's just it, you put together. I'm the brand. Yeah, I can't be a hot mess. I, I mean, I am a hot mess. Trust me. <laughs> but I'm saying, you know, you don't buy into the hot messness. You want to see. I don't know. And this is my style. Like I. I like, I'm very edgy. It's so funny because we did a daughter, like a mommy and daughter photo shoot the other day. Oh, so cute. Okay, stop. First, I wore like a lace white dress to match her. I was like, if anyone posts one of these fucking photos, <laughs> they were so ugly and I knew it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, yeah. like this isn't my style and I can't stand it. And I do. I hate the photos. Aww. I threw a leather jacket on the end. I'm like, okay, then these there are you go. Yeah. You add your little Megan to it. I did. And perfect. But it's funny how you get to know, like, this is so not me. Right. So, yeah, I kind of just, I mean, obviously, we talked about Chloe. She actually is a huge inspo of mine. Like, yeah. I love how she can be edgy, yet glam. Yep. Always the big hoops. Mm-hmm. You got to have the hoops. You got to have the hoops. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I know. Thank God for the hoops. Yeah. It pays for the warehouse. I need the hoops that you're wearing too. I was, when you said you like thin jewelry, these go nowhere. Like these come everywhere with me. Yeah. So I have staple hoops that yeah. I've had for honestly probably over five years. Of course. They're always in my purse. They go with me. I never leave home without them. And they just broke All and right. they are unfixable last we'll take week. When you come to Cleveland. Okay. For your honeymoon. And record my podcast. Yes. We'll give you a new pair of hoops. No, that would be so fun to come and see the warehouse. And bring Brock. And and you guys can talk together. I would love that. Yeah. I think him and I would head it off. Yeah. Hustlers. I I definitely agree. He's going to get his app off. Yeah. For sure. I can't wait. So I know you're also big with charities. Tell me about some of the charities you support. Well, I'm very much into dog rescue. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's like I live and die for my my dog, obviously. And that's just the soft spot in my heart. I feel like we also donate to other charities like different parts of the month. We always have something else running. The dogs are just what do it for me. We just hosted a dog event. So dogs that needed homes, we brought them out of my warehouse. And we got so many adopted. I was like, my heart was so full. Like, yeah, they peed and pooped all over the warehouse. But, you know, you got someone but to come in and clean my, up yeah. and mission accomplished. No, they found homes. They did. <laughs> so that's kind of my, I'm huge into that. And I would, that's what I want to do with my jet. 
we fly and get the dogs and take them to farms and things like that. Everybody laughs at me when they say that. They're like, you're not letting no dogs on the jet. <laughs> I promise you I will do that. So, and we also give our customers the option to donate. Uh, we always have uh, charities listed mm-hmm. at, at the checkout. So they can choose what charity oh, I love means that. a lot to them and a portion goes so to every purchase. That's it just such means an a lot. interesting element to add in. Yeah. yeah. What's the point if you can't give back? I mean, 100%. I don't know. I'd love to always give more. And I hope we get to the point where we can do more as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, you're doing more. You're doing a podcast. You have so much amazing jewelry. What What is next other than the podcast? Is there like a certain piece you're working on? Is there... I feel like I'm. my head is spinning like... All the time. And yeah. To be really honest, and maybe some other entrepreneurs out there can like associate with this. I really struggle with wanting to do it all mm-hmm. and then really trying to focus on maybe two or three things and doing it like really well. It's really hard for me to turn off that I want to do it all. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I'm trying to like meditate the summer and come down with do you want to like focus on 6,000 things or do you want to do two things well? So with the podcast, I am going to try to focus on getting that up and running. Well, because I don't want to launch something that's a piece of shit. And so we are going to really work on that. We have so many travels this summer. It's been really fun to travel with our forever bracelets. We're doing more events. I hope to take it to New York Fashion Week. Nice. Christmas is always crazy for us. Oh, I bet. Like, that's so big. And because everything's custom, our cutoff is earlier. Mm -hmm. So, like, if you wanted to give a gift, you'd want to order it probably by November. So you'd get it. Right. So we Christmas starts really early for us. So we really try to like keep things hustling and bustling at the warehouse. And I try not to like stray. But yeah, there's so many things going on. So it'll be perfect time for our collab for Christmas. That's what he said. Fall. Yeah, that's that's what he said. (laughs) He's like, it's not filming. It's like a product collab. I was like, you're like, but TV. But also like like, no product. You're like, but TV. I know. (laughs) Because I'm like, okay, any psychic or person could take an influencer and say, you're going to have a product collab in the fall. I'm like, that's so fucking broad, dude. But it's how we apply it. Exactly. Because in today I walk. I'm like, well, (laughs) he said it's going to happen. He's a psychic. He did say fall. It does get chilly. Because you were like, well, I do like chilly evenings. Yeah. And I was like, it's real fucking cold in Cleveland. She's going to be fucking freezing. (laughs) We're going to get you some cute little odd boots. Yeah. I do have some, actually. I have so many winter clothes here that I don't get to wear. That's sad. We have like the one snow trip. And I do, too. I have a whole closet of them. That's just sitting in San Diego and then in Palm Springs and here in LA. Well, you I don't didn't name use your daughter any of them. summer. Yeah. You like kind of manifested that you're pretty much a warm, yeah, a warm she, weather girl. She was conceived in the summer, had her in the spring. Oh, but, but she's summer. She's summer. I love it. Yeah. And congrats on your new lashes. Thank you. How's that going for you? So if I'm I can turn the, the table moon style right now, it's going great. Good. Yeah. So we have three styles with the summer, the moon, and the honey. I don't know why. I guess I thought that my favorite would be everyone else's favorite, yeah, but it's not. Never. No, the summer lash has totally taken off as the favorite. Good. But I did, I guess, know that that one's kind of more for everyone. Not yep. everyone loves a dramatic lash. Nope. So I'm like, well, maybe I need to start wearing the summer ones more and just sell those out. And then, you know, focus You'll on the others as out. well. You'll figure it out. I yeah, wear so a lot of things to me. that people don't buy from us. Like because they're too bold or yeah. too chunky. And the dainty pieces, like you mentioned, are our bestsellers. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, I love the dainty pieces. And I'm always trying to push the junk, chunky edge. Right. It's crazy. <laughs> and my team's always like, Meg, stop. Like, you already tried that. And I'm like, where are my baddies? Yeah. 
So we joke that there's baddies versus classies. Hell yeah. And the classies always win. But I mean, honestly, the older I get, the more I'm like, this is too much. I'm it's starting never to scare myself It's a never too much. Keep the nails. Keep the hoops. I'm never going to get rid of the nails. Thank you. <laughs> I love this. I love that we both came in with long ass nails. Do you ever get tired of people being like, how do you do things with those? How do you wipe your ass? Why do you ask that? I'm like, I wipe mine and my daughter's just fine. Thank you. I mean, you. even my nail girl asks sometimes. Yeah. What? I know. I it's, do just fine. I can't function without them. If I don't have nails, it feels like my Your fingertips are were cut all cut off. A hundred percent. And COVID, I cut, yeah. I like soaked them off. Well, I mean, we didn't have a choice. No, and I was like begging my girl <laughs> to come over and she was like, I cannot do that legally. And I, I was know. like, please. I felt like I had no fingers. Yeah. It was like the first place I went. Yep. I know that sounds so vain, but I was like, hi. I know. Are you open I, yet? No, I finally did too. You had but to. it was like, you couldn't buy press-ons. You no. couldn't buy anything. There was there nothing. Was no, nothing. We have to have our nails. Yeah. And even my son's like, why do you have to have your nails so long? Because like, why because not? you do. Why not? You know, you just do. <laughs> it's who I am. It, it really is. It is a part of me. I showed my husband a photo of me when I was 12. I'm like, do you see I still have the nails? What are you going to do for the wedding? Or aren't you saying? I'm going to do a French tip, yeah. but still long. That'll be beautiful. So they'll be like this. And you went French. dress shopping. I did. Did you get a dress? I got a second dress. Oh, okay. Love yeah. that. So Fun. I have two of my designer friends are actually going to be on the podcast soon. His name is Paul Atu. His uh, husband is Patrick. Amazing. And they are amazing. So they have so designed fun. me a custom gown. It is, I mean, it's going to be gorgeous. It's not even near done yet. But then I wanted to have a shorter one for our after party. Isn't this soon? It's yeah, it's really soon. So they're okay. <laughs> they're working on it. Getting it done. But um, yeah, our after I feel party, like you need to leave this podcast and like go get ready. I have another fitting on Monday. I'm like, even when we scheduled this, I'm like, isn't that like really close? Yeah. Because originally I think I was in here in August. It was, and that no, was even it was closer. Week of and I was like, that's and I was like, a lot. I can't do that week. No. <laughs> I can't do that week. I can do a lot, but not that. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I'm doing uh, two dresses. I love that. Yeah. We didn't have that when I got married. I mean, it wasn't a well, thing. Well, me either. The first time I got married. I know, so, but now I I'm doing it this would, time. I think because I think I would enjoy the second dress better because uh -huh. I bet it's like edgier and flirtier and more fun. See, and I feel like I'm going to like the first one more. Yeah. But the second one is going to be a short dress. Yeah. Because our after party is in a cenote and it's like in like the spa area of the hotel. Okay. And there's water and stuff. And if someone's drunk or the floor gets wet, I don't want my long gown. I don't want it getting no. stepped on. And you'll have pictures in both. Yeah. So, so it won't matter. And if you're more comfortable in the second, you'll be able to dance. and Totally. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. I'll be looking for the nails. Yes. Definitely. And I will be coming to Cleveland That's after right. the wedding. Who, we're going to start a new trend. We got to do it. Honeymoon in Cleveland. Hell yeah. All right. <laughs> we'll be waiting for you. And my daughter's middle names are Moon and Honey. I know. I love it. I That's funny. I know. It's Moon Honey. But moon Honey. And then you moon can honey, conceive honey, number two in Cleveland. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. Tell everyone, please, where they can find you. And you guys can use code SHAY at checkout for 20% off at thesiskiss.com and follow the sis kiss yep. on Instagram. If we're just the sis kiss on everything, TikTok and Instagram, Facebook, and then www.thesiskiss.com. Hell yeah. Thank you so much for Thank having me. Thank you so much. And I will be posting my jewelry. So yeah. be on the lookout for that. Thank you. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to Shenanigans with Sheena Shea. 
Download new episodes every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ha, 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 ha,